Hi, I'm Billy Gwaltney, and this is the CYA Podcast. This show is for the physician who understands the importance of protecting everything you've worked so hard to achieve. Each week, I'll bring you tips and advice to help you cut through the clutter and misinformation and show you exactly what you need to preserve your income and way of life. If you're ready to achieve the peace of mind that only financial security can bring, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Cover Your Assets podcast. This is your host, Billy Gwaltney, and I'm thrilled to be with you as always. Um, Today, we're going to cover a topic that comes up um, uh, often with physicians that I'm talking with who are exploring their options for private specialty disability coverage as they're trying to determine who to work with. Um, And that question is, what does it mean to be an independent broker? is there a difference? Do people define that differently? And the answer is absolutely yes. In the insurance world, independent broker can mean different things. Okay. So um, the, there are two broad categories for independent brokers. There may be more, but at least two. And I think uh, the, any other categories can ultimately fit into these two. Um, the first one is the truly independent broker who. Uh, sets up their own office, sets up their own business, their own company, and they broker different insurance companies um, as um, an independent person that brings those contracts to the marketplace. Uh, and they don't answer to the insurance company from the standpoint of um, having their overhead paid or having certain expenses paid and where that where that insurance company can kind of tell them what to do or dictate their their schedule or dictate their productivity. Um, So a truly independent broker um, pays their own rent, pays their own overhead, represents companies because they, um, they, they have the strongest contracts, gets the maximum discounts, brings that to physicians who are looking to buy coverage uh, and presents them all and then discusses the pluses and the minuses. Um, And that's what I am. I'm a truly independent broker. None of the companies that I broker, there are only four currently, Mass Mutual Guardian, Emeritus, and Principal. That could change in the future, but I just put those out there. Um, they're the only ones you'd want to have. It gets muddy outside of those four from a contract language standpoint. Within those four, it's okay to pick the cheapest one. Uh, they, they determine rates based on your occupation. Your specialty gets assigned an occupation classification that determines what the rate is for that specialty. Um, all, all the contracts, the definition, the true specialty definition is going to move with you throughout your career to cover uh, the material duties you're engaged in, the specialty or subspecialty that you're doing at the time of claim. Um, and, and so it, it, it's the strongest coverage. Uh, there are no moving parts as far as the definitions go or the, the insurance company can't change the definitions or cancel the policy. Um, and so it's the best coverage you can get. Uh, I broker those companies. I bring those um, uh, clients to those companies. Uh, the broker gets paid a small percentage of the premium you pay as the policyholder for the life of the policy. Um, that has to be there. If you called an insurance company directly, they're going to send you to someone like me. Um, and so there has to be a broker. Um, you shouldn't ever pay your broker something extra. Uh, there's no additional fee that is charged unless it's agreed by you up front. Um, but there shouldn't be an extra charge. Your broker gets paid uh, a percentage of the premium and their job is to try to make you happy. That's the point over the long term. Uh, your broker can be involved and advocate for you at the time of claim and, and help you make sure that you're, you're getting 
the increases in coverage that you need as your as your career expands. Uh, and so that that broker does that. I do that with all four of the companies or any other companies that we work with. Um, we would do that. No one at those companies shows up at my door and, and knocks on it and says, hey, uh, let's talk about your productivity. Um, and um, we need to renegotiate your rent or those kind of things. OK, so that's a truly independent broker. All right. The other type is kind of independent ish or um, independent sort of where the at the end of the day, there is a company uh, that pays their overhead. They have the freedom or the, the ability to broker other companies. Um, but there is one company that kind of is their go-to, all right? Um, certain insurance companies um, set people up in this way where they say, hey, we're going to pay your rent. We're going to pay your overhead. We're going to provide you with an assistant. We're going to do these things for you. The expectation is that that you produce for us at, at, a, at a relatively high level. You can broker other companies. We're not going to say that you can't broker the other companies. Um, but at the end of the day, we, we have an expectation that you're going to do a certain amount. Um, and, and those numbers can be really high. And so at the end of the day, what ends up happening with a lot of those agents or brokers, in my experiences, I've run across them, is that all roads kind of lead to the same solution. Okay, no matter what your specialty is, no matter what your age, no matter where you're located, no matter what it is about your situation, um, a particular company is going to be the answer. Now, they call themselves independent. They may have a, a different name on their business card uh, as far as the company goes, and they're going to they're going to say they're independent. And in some cases, they may they may uh, put people with other companies. But more times than not, the, the answer is the same no matter what the question. OK, the solution is the same no matter what the problem. And so that's really not independent. That's that's more kind of quasi a little bit independent. OK, now there's there's also captive agents that um, that are going to appear, uh, you know, they're, they're going to kind of advertise themselves with a certain insurance company uh, and they can potentially broker other companies. But but their business card is going to say the name of their company on it, the insurance company on it. And they're clearly um, not independent. They are, and they're, they may be proud of that. I mean, they're, they're going to represent that particular company. They think that company's the best. Uh, and again, all roads are going to lead to that same solution. Okay. Um, so a truly independent broker is going to be someone that, that can represent the top companies um, and uh, do that independently without giving thought to uh, someone that's paying their rent. Or, or something that's happening behind the scenes that could cause them to pick one over the other. Now, the companies pay generally the same as far as the commission goes. There can be bonuses. I mean, if, if you produce a lot with these companies, they incentivize you to produce more. There's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't mean that someone's not independent uh, because an insurance company um, pays them an extra bonus because they produce at a high level. It's kind of like productivity bonuses as a surgeon or as a as a as a pediatrician or whatever it is, if you see certain patients, if you do a certain amount of business, if you're busy, if you work your your um, rear end off and, and you take care of people and your your reputation expands, then your employer is going to reward you for that. Well, these insurance companies reward people for producing at high levels as well. And so that's there, but that that should not skew their independence. At the end of the day, 
My job is to make sure that the contract you get fits your situation, knowing so that you, and I make it clear to clients, you're not making a mistake with any of the four if they have the right definitions. And so um, I make sure that my clients know what those key definitions are and that they know that it's okay to pick any of them. If they ask my opinion, if clients ask me, hey, what would you do if you were me? Um, I share that. And, and I say, hey, you, you have the freedom to pick whatever you want. But I always advise clients as if, as if you were my brother or sister uh, and you just came to me and said, hey, help me figure this out. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. Uh, that's where my advice is going to come from. Because when the, when the stuff hits the fan, um, I'm going to be the one that you or, or someone close to you reaches out to for help. And I want to make sure that that the coverage you have is going to do what we've talked about it doing and that the company is really solid and that the definitions are there. So that's, that's what I'm doing. And, and that's what we focus on. So uh, truly independent, I think for most physicians looking at coverage is really important um, to just make sure that you're getting the care that, that you need and that you're not getting kind of fit into a certain solution because someone uh, has a particular uh, allegiance to a company because they have to financially. Um, they want to get their rent paid for their office, so they have to do it that way. Um, so factor that in, food for thought. Um, I, I hope this has been helpful. Hopefully it didn't make it muddier than it was when it started, um, but I'm happy to discuss this in more detail. This is meant to be kind of a general overview uh, and would be, uh, you know, excited to talk with you if I can help. Uh, feel free to text me at 704-270-2376. Again, that's 704-270-2376. Um, as always, I'm grateful for your time. I know you're busy. Uh, physicians are busy. The busiest, hardest working people I know. So grateful for your time. Um, feel free to reach out. Until we meet again, thank you again. Thank you again.